We are live. It's Monday, September 23rd, 2019, the year of our Lord. Today's hymnal. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. I catch you off guard. That's a little bit. You want to let him do it? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I can hear you calling in the night. I hate you. I hate you. Great to be here. Great to be here, Lord. (laughs) If you missed the first hour, we had a bunch of fun talking about a bunch of fun things. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got plenty to get to this hour. Uh, Real quick, Travis, I did want to tell you... uh, about our friends at Getaway Carts. And I believe, I gotta talk to you guys, I think we're finally gonna get over there and have a Trev U with a brand new cart that's coming. And you can check out getawaycarts.com for more information. They are hashtag cart Blanche. Blanche? Blanche? I like Blanche. Uh, and oh, hashtag customized without limits. Uh, yeah, and that other show that we realized half the cast, the Golden Girls is on. Hmm. Uh, Getaway Carts, getawaycarts.com. They're a local business and you should support them. Travis, uh, what do you feel like getting into this hour? I know Gardner had some weather-related things. Yeah, they had the uh, climate strike on Friday, and people were you know, getting the message out, how they feel about climate change, man-made climate change, which is a thing. Um, I don't really listen to scientists. I, yeah. I'd like to pick more on uh, what party I'm a part of. <laughs> to decide. That. Right. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because when um, your house is on fire, that's a donkey or a, an elephant's gonna. That's gonna help fix that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but people were out uh, making their voices heard, and also with signs. And there was one particular sign I think that maybe, maybe people should adopt in their messaging because yes. it gets the point across. Yes. And it's uh, I'm gonna show the picture here. It's this sign right here. Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> girlfriends deserve a future. So that, great. That's how it's done. That I'm with Gardner on this. This is how, if you're going to protest, <laughs> this is how it should be done. It's hilarious and accurate. Yeah. That I saw that, and I, I had to immediately post it because that hits the nail on the head. Yes, if anything. If yeah, for that, anyone yeah, else. You know what I'm talking about. But for anyone else, if anything, at least let's have a future for Leo's incredibly always young girlfriends mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i mean did he is he doing it better than like cuz he's going to be like he's coming up on mid 40s early 50s yeah, right he's coming up on like so mid 40s i'm trying to like sinatra made it a long time um your boy uh <laughs> i'm just i'm sorry i just thought of a, an office clip uh James Dean uh, died when he was like 26 or whatever. Oh, it's good that you just start laughing. I just, I did. <laughs> whatever he pointed, when Michael points to the painting of James Dean, and he's like, oh, Luke Perry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a throwaway thing. And I, just, I think I would be livid if someone didn't appreciate the genius of that moment. That is a good point. Uh, but That's like, good is point. Leo just doing it the best? Because... For the love of God, he has to have some children at some point, right? I think like, Leo's doing it the way that God it intended for be. us to do it. Well, no, I think Cloney and DiCaprio did it the way like they, you're you're notable bachelors. 
Like, it's better to be at least a notable bachelor than to be the guy that Scumbag. everyone's like, yeah, you know, they know you're with another famous person and yet they see you in Vegas or, right. you know, out in Greece with a different woman every other weekend. So with DiCaprio, it's a good looking guy, a phenomenal actor, A-lister. He's supposed to be out with 23, 24 year old models. And, and you know how thrilling that's how it would be to be them? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, like, I don't know like if everybody you saw it, mom, it. I snagged Leo. Right. right. I think everybody gets it. Leo's single and he's mingling and the girls are young and they're happy to be around Leo. That's how the world should work. You shouldn't be Leo married to another A-list actress and then and we see busted. you leaving the club with like with four. The, exactly. With the, uh, what was the, what's Tiger's restaurant that was so funny? <laughs> uh, Perkins. Perkins. <laughs> Like, can't even get a Waffle House. Like, see, that's the thing. And I've said this before, and I think that's why Jeter never got a ton of heat and why Tiger well, would have yeah. been. Because nobody's at, at home going, I'm married and I don't get to do that. Exactly. That's exactly. How, that's and what George single. Brett did. Smart. And I, he explained that in an interview when I had him on a radio show once. He's like, yeah, I did that on purpose. He's like. About, gonna, not, about staying single. Yeah, yeah. While, while he was playing. He didn't get married until he retired. Retired. Well, then you got Jeter did. Because he, he, he said, he's like, look, he's like, I know me. I right. know what I'd be doing. Right. He's like, if I'm going to marry someone and I love someone, why would I put them through that? Exactly. Why would I do that exactly. to someone else? Exactly. A, That's why I respect friend, it. Had a friend uh, going in, I'm not even going to say the sports, had a friend going into a, a professional sport, getting married. His father-in-law also played a professional sport. And before, right before the marriage, this was the freakiest thing that ever happened. Pulled him aside and he goes, you know, you're about to start doing this. He's like, uh, I'm not saying this is what I did. He goes, just promise me whatever's on the road stays on the road. Never let it affect the home. And he was like, it was the most surreal because the guy was just like, this is, you know, and he wasn't even saying that's what he did, mm -hmm. but he was just saying, He's here's my advice. Correct. Yeah. That's well, he, and I don't that's think he was encouraging. Vibe. I think he was oh, essentially no. saying He's like, saying, there, I, look, He's I'm like, not let's stupid. Let's be adults about it. Let's be adults about this. If you do find yourself doing something that would be considered very stupid. Don't bring it home. Do, don't don't bring it inside these four walls and completely destroy. But you didn't have to worry about this guy. He's like the, but but to that yeah. but to that point, I think again, like Clooney for years, like he talked about like I, I may get married or not, but I won't be out here doing my thing. And he did. Like it was almost like he would it was like the women who would end up with George Clooney was like they had won like a midterm election, like every two years, George would have somebody new and different. Mm -hmm. I would rather that be your brand than you be what we're hearing now about a guy like Ashton Kutcher when he was married to Demi Moore. He was, you know, like what are you reading? Uh, he basically you better have you better have sources. You're this is after, based off coming after my man Chris. This is uh, Demi Moore and, his name. and her upcoming Chris. film, uh, uh, me, upcoming book she's releasing. Uh, she basically outlined that. She was kind of pressured into doing threesomes, which justified why he stepped out on the marriage because there were moments where she didn't feel comfortable in doing those things. And because she didn't oh, feel so comfortable it, it set it up for for him to use that for as her a, to sell more books. You son of a You know what? I hope our women listeners mm -hmm. kick your ass, pal. But yeah, I think Leo I think our if anybody's living shows it, are seventy percent women, by the way. Like, how about that? <laughs> Not even kidding you. But I think if you're going to be that, I think, yeah, like, either that or you... Ha and I don't even think you can... Like, I know there's always been rumors about Will Smith and Jada Pickett. Oh, the rumors when it's Will Smith. Well, it's they have, fact when it's well, Ashton Kutcher with his ex-wife who's trying to sell books. Well, when the ex-wife... 
Got it. Oh, got you, it. You don't want to believe. It. Look, if you want to sit up here and say you don't want to believe women, Chris, then I encourage you to say that out loud. Dude, that, did you see that? What is that? Uh, middle ditch. Middle ditch. The. He said they had their swingers. Did you see that, Thomas Middleditch? But, but his wife didn't know he was a swinger until. It, How does his wife not know? Oh, he didn't tell her until they were after they were married. And then <laughs> he tried I, to I get her they to were, swing. Yeah. But didn't he yeah. say it saved his marriage? I, I was just really way too much information. I know a couple sure. that's, that are swingers. I think, but I think you. I don't looking? think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. I think that aspect of your wrong. life should be private. Like I think the way Will and Jada do it, I think it's. Now that I guess they've done it so much around the industry or alleged to have done it like that around alleged. the industry, I think that's the only reason why they have addressed it. But if that's the way you want to roll, then so be it. If you want to be a, if you want to swing, then swing. Do would Tra- how would Travis react? He looked over Will Smith's going to town on his wife. Jada's like, come, Travis, come on. You're like, hang on. No, no, it's a man. That's Fresh That's Prince of Bel-Air. She's like, I'm Jada. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I know. Yeah. He was in the Matrix. That was Wicked, dope. Wicked Wild. I'm like, hey. Wicked Wild Wild West. Jim Bradley. Like, hey, Will. Hey, I, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, choke her like you did that dog. <laughs> Would you say like he's getting jiggy with it? I was like, ah, yes. That's right. Get jiggy with it, Will. Ha, <laughs> ha. Yeah, smack my wife's ass to the beat of summertime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be disconcerting. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. That would probably be disturbing. But is uh, that when you when you do one of your shutdown moves? Yeah. Or you internally shut down? I was like, yeah. would you pout? I'm gonna go, guys. No, just, just me, just leave. walk out with my yeah. shirt on. No, like, he's like, I got Grubhub coming. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I got Grubhub. I'm gonna see the end of this. <laughs> but yeah, you I start uh, shouting out his bad. You start reading his bad uh, reviewed movies on Rotten Tomatoes. He's trying to trying to throw uh, him off his game. Uh, yeah, uh, seven pounds, huh? Uh huh. That thing ain't seven. Well, maybe uh, it is. Man, it looks uh. from this view, it may be. It's the angle. It's the angles I'm seeing. Here. If ever yeah. we were to have an animated, like where you take the audio and somebody makes a cartoon of mm-hmm. it, like I think we need to contact Adam Bertels to, like this is that conversation. Yeah, this would be it. Smack my ass to the beat of summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Look, look at Will. Mm. He's smacking my wife's ass in summertime. Summer, summer, summer. You got a Will Smith? No, I don't I think don't. it'd be that difficult if you practice. Ha ha! What's up, y'all? Is with I, I don't have. <laughs> Here come the men in no. black. <laughs> D. Ray Davis did it. By the way, big shout out to D. Ray Davis. He did nine shows. He sold every single one of. Well, at least I know he sold out his Sunday shows because his brother tried to get in on that. Oh, you're upset. Uh, hey, Travis. This year mm-hmm. we're going back to Sioux Lord Oktoberfest. Did you know that? I am. Yes, now I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will be hosting Sioux Lord. <laughs> We, yeah. signed, uh, we signed off on it a little while ago. Right now. Uh, you can check out uh, all the information. There's music and entertainment. Uh, one of the bands, remember them? They were on The Simpsons. That's uh, Remember that? No? Yeah. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the bands last year was on The Simpsons. They're back. Uh, authentic German food available for purchase. There's a wine garden, multiple beer stands. You can get steins there. Uh, Soulard-Oktoberfest.com for Soulard's Oktoberfest. That's the official one. October 11th and 12th, we will be uh, emceeing that event, and we're looking forward to it. Only 18 days until that rocks out. So, mm. Gardner, get your leader hose in order now. Is, uh, is your one guy going to be back too? 
Which guy? The guy that uh, started the fight in the middle of the uh, oh. the beer, the Stein holding competition. From the Tupac. That was fun. Oh, Pertzborn. Yeah. He is. He's back. Ah. He absolutely is. Uh, Brave Eiffel, gentlemen. Brave Combo is the band I was thinking of. They're uh, a polka band, and they've been on The Simpsons. Literally, they've been on The Simpsons, uh, which is amazing. So, looking we, forward to that. I'll go down yeah. and request, Johnny Pertz. Um, Johnny Pertz. Nice. In Heaven There Is No Beer by mm. the polka band. Okay. It's my favorite polka. What about, uh, do we need to get uh, Pertzborn in here? You got to. We could. It's, it'll be difficult, though, because he does the morning show. Well, we have the ability to record we ahead do. of time. We do. So let's get it. Let's get it on. Uh, boys and girls. Like Will did with your wife. Hey. But I would be f- slightly honored. I mean, it's Will Smith. I mean, but if you think about it, like if you are going to have your wife, mm-hmm. like even if you mm-hmm. weren't swingers and you mm-hmm. didn't have an open marriage, if your wife were to cheat on you. Oh, that, yeah. That, you, will, yeah. You, want, you want Will Smith. You want Will Smith, the actor. You, want, you don't want like Will Smith, the janitor down at Quick oh, Trip. Yeah. That you can't do nothing. Yeah. Like, well. yeah, Will Smith, the actor. But he has to play a role if it's my wife. Oh. Um, he has to You've play, thought about this. He has to play the role of Chris Gardner from The Pursuit of Happiness. Got it. That he played as and well. And she says it's technically not cheating. So, yeah. yeah. So he could actually play black Chris Gardner. Why has he got to be... Because oh, he he's is. black. Yeah. I hate him so much. No, I mean... No, it's just, I think that's perfect. For me, if we're going with this scenario here i mean i'm just it makes sense doesn't it it does it absolutely has to cry a little (laughs) um now transition travis i can't (laughs) i have nothing speaking of will smith invading my future wife Uh uh-huh Folks went out to Area 51 hoping for an invasion of their home. Oh, not, not, not okay. much of one, That's nerds. It There'll was be more, not much of one. Here, watch this. Watch. I'll also transition. There'll be more of an invasion at Flyover Comedy Festival with uh, Target practice Thursday, November 7th. Yeah, that's right. We're part of that. Look at that. You ever think we'd be on the same poster as uh, Kyle Kinane, Sashir Zamata, Joel Kim Booster, Ian Edwards? Absolutely. Huh? Get tickets. Let's sell it out. <laughs> no, no doubt. Atomic uh, Cowboy Bootleg. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, you're right, Chris. Not a ton of people participated in what many thought was going to be an extravaganza of an event. Uh, the Area 51 raid only brought out 150 people, <laughs> despite 2 million people saying they were going to be there. <laughs> Isn't that typical? But yeah. That should break down like how this difficult is it are. is to get people to your events. And also, 2 million people RSVP, only 150 a- showed up. That's why it's hard, yeah. folks. What am I going to do with all these hot dogs? Yeah. <laughs> I have alien-shaped Rice Krispie treats, and not one of them got eaten. Now, what do you, now, what do, you do, too? Because this, is, this just shows how uneventful it is because of the Tom DeLonge thing and then the Navy acknowledging that uh, aliens exist. Yeah, uh, in a way, I guess. But what? What do you? How do we feel about this? Do we need to revisit the, it? Like, do they do one next year? Is it the they festival attracted a fifteen hundred people to neighboring towns? <laughs> That's not. But many only a hundred and fifty of them traveled within the site of Area Fifty One, and only seventy-five of them actually approached the gate. Uh, yeah. Two individuals were detained by the local sheriff's department. It's unclear who was detained and why, although one woman allegedly attempted to duck under the gates <coughs> and a man was allegedly publicly urinating in the vicinity. Well, of course. Just a drunk guy? Yeah. Some of the attendees showed up at the gates as early as 3 a.m. Oh. Um, they ended up 
adhering to the warnings, apparently, according to the U.S. military, they issued the lethal force warning yeah. would be used if necessary to keep people from entering Area 51. Yeah, because the plan was, look, they can't stop all of us, so they were willing for casualties to mm-hmm. be part of this deal. Um, but 2 million people is different than 75 at the gate. Mm-hmm. So you could probably stop 75 people. You should be able. You would hope Generally. the United States military yeah. can stop 75 and unarmed maybe people. people also realize they were at the wrong location as well. That right. is also very true. You have made that case several I times. I thought I saw that maybe the military threatened to troll in a way. I don't know how. Uh, well, I do know how. But they it, it seemed as though they were going like, to fly a stealth bomber over or something like that. Like, did they pay him? Like, as an event no, fee? No, I think or it's, no, I think as it's a show probably, of force. Yeah, just as a. Man, you <laughs> could just fly a drone over those nerds and they'd lose it. Like that, you don't have to do that. It's a problem you can't tell anymore. These yeah, drones. That's true. It's, yeah. You ever see that? You're like, wow, that plane's really low. Oh no, that's just just a drone. I, I remember driving through Forest Park at night. Thought I saw a UFO. Mm-hmm. No, it was a drone. I pulled over even. I was like, oh my god, they're here for me. Finally. Oh no. Not the case. Just a drone. Hmm. Okay, would you uh, would you attend an Area Fifty One uh, storming? Maybe for the camaraderie. Okay. Um, I don't think you're going to accomplish anything, nor were you with this event. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe getting people, like-minded people, together. Maybe more of a think. It could be a think tank kind of deal. Maybe it, it sounds like it could be a convention once a year. Mm-hmm. If right. There's enough room, but. I went to a uh, Roots Blues or Roots Blues Brews Barbecue uh, Festival over the weekend. There were way more people than went to uh, Area 51. It was packed. There were thousands of people walking around, behaving, being nice, watching great music. No aliens sighted. Did you did you did you go to Barbecue Village? I did. I strolled through. There's a lot you didn't going have, on. Wait, wait. You didn't have any? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, but the same man. What the hell is your problem? Did yeah. you Get some leftovers for Chris, Chris and I. Oh no. They, they were very disappointed you told them you'd come and didn't. The, you were asked about several times. Well, oh. most women are, too. Mm. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mm. Ah, no high-five. Anybody. Yeah. Gardner, high-five in the camera? High-five. All right. It was all, it was both. There you go, guys. Go. Both troubling and uh, surprising the amount of people that stopped me. Like, oh, I watch all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck don't you share the thing? Organic growth. Did you yeah. tell them about organic growth? I did. Uh, but a lot of people were asking where you guys were. But it was a great time. They did a wonderful I job. Marquise Knox. There. Boy. And our friends good, and musically. Oh, my God. How was Carl's? How was Carl's Carly Lawrence? Carly did wonderfully. Wonderful. Wonderfully. Uh, everybody's very excited, and uh, she did a very good job. Her barb was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Her, uh, her dog went up on stage with her several times. Uh, everybody was very happy to have her there. Several people uh, remembered her or have heard her on here and the Rizzuto show. So uh, she was a she was a commodity. I saw a JPD posting pictures. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, what? Why huh? you say it like mm-hmm. that? I say it like a nothing. Just saying, she was. Why'd you say it like that, Gardner? I'm just saying, JPD. Are you just saying she was there Baby girl. covering the uh, journalism? Was she in, ba- oh, was she in yeah. Barbecue Village? No. Because you know what? She came and watched Had somebody told me left. that, I would have got some of that sauce. Hey, baby girl. Mm-mm. JPD, how you doing today? I hope you're having a great Monday. Take care of yourself, baby girl. I'll see you soon. Wink. I hope Lair Dog punches you in the throat. Love you, Lair Dog. This is, here's, here's, here's how you know Birch and I were on the I noticed the same damn thing. Huge crowd. No mm-hmm. fights, by the way. Right. Two days, which I was a little worried about. Uh-huh. My hometown. Thought maybe. Somebody would have got a little frisky. Thought so. Certainly. Yeah. No I was crowd. like, this, uh, 
Everybody was very well behaved. Uh, and there were like all the food ran out uh, from the vendors before dinner time, which means they didn't think it was going to be that bit like yeah. the vendors didn't. So they were kicking themselves in the foot a little bit. But uh, our friend Tito, remember him from Flat Branch? Mm -hmm. He's a co-owner of a thing called Beer Outside. They sold so much beer. But this is a great point. Uh, Birch saying, amazing, huge crowd, end of the night, not a single piece of trash on the ground. That was, I was mesmerized Clean. by that. I was like, what the, f what is happening here? Have, did we morph into Tokyo? Like, what is going on here that people respected where they were at enough to actually put the trash in the trash can? I applaud you, the people of Murphy Settlement. Uh, mm -hmm. They did a good job. And everybody that I ran into was like, the uh, the long-standing town event is called Country Days. Okay. And it'll bring out some folks. Yeah, it's it does. free and... Some of the clientele may be from surrounding burned-out mine towns from <laughs> 40 <laughs> minutes away from Farmington. That's their Disneyland for the year. Uh, so there's been a little bit more of a, a change, and everybody was very happy that it was not Country Days. So Country Days is at a different time? It is. It's uh, the first weekend of June every year, <coughs> and it, it does. And I was kind of like, hey, quit picking on Country Days. That's a, that's a good time. And then, like, three, like heroin zombies kind of wandered through very obviously like stuck out like sore thumbs and i was like okay i get it i, I don't want those guys around here either. <laughs> i felt bad i'm like that's somebody's kid but it's definitely like you don't want a bunch of those people hanging that's around the one i would go to everyone have you seen people on heroin walking through a massive crowd or something it's out of I've a movie somebody tried to sell me heroin it's out of recently. a movie it's like they're moving fast but they look like they're floating kind of because yeah. the way their bodies tilted, it was awkward, and yeah. I, that's allegedly. I don't know if those people were. They were. Some, there was something going on. But like, if I remember three out of a whole weekend of thousands upon thousands of people, mm -hmm. that's a hell of an event. What were they asking about, Travis? Where the hell is he? Oh, uh, that, I even took. I was even told to take photos of people making sad faces. I Aww. was. I was trying to. I tried to get on the Metrolink uh, to get on down to Farmington, mm -hmm. and it it's it did not keep going stopped at shrewsbury it's, it just yeah <laughs> it got, got to the casino queen and i realized oh, oh shoot, this ain't going there this ain't yeah. this ain't hidden where i'm trying to so i tried to find another train and it just wasn't working for me logistically but i did make an effort boys and girls mm -hmm. um if uber wasn't two thousand dollars for the trip i would have absolutely been down there sooner but. i couldn't believe it the police that were even there like they looked like they were bored which is the best way to be if you're like doing crowd it's like control. The front neck police department. Yeah, they're just like hanging out, and Wait even at the end of the night, they're like, yep. "If you guys don't mind, let's get out of the street." Like it wasn't like, "Get your ass out of here." It was like, "Yeah, you know, you get it." So big shout out to them. They killed it. Good time. It good time. Congratulations for the fun event. Way to go, guys. Sorry I missed it. Yeah, Gardner and I'd like to have my scooter. Lair dog showing me around. Oh, there were people scooting through, uh, scooting through the event. There were like little kids. I was like, oh. somebody's yeah, gonna get hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. There was a magician and uh, oh. the black sheep and uh, for in the kids area. Black sheep and I were kind of doing some backstory on when he was in the. Did he bring his incredibly adorable, beautiful twins? Mm. Yes, they were there. A oh, lot of damn. kids there. Now, if he told me that, I would have showed up. Mm. Mm -mm. Really? The Metrolink doesn't go there. We got to get the Metrolink to Chesterfield first. That's true. They're creating some jobs out that way, so it only makes sense to have the Metrolink go through town and country, and Chesterfield now. Probably Ladue as well. That's my next goal. Okay. 
Do we uh, that and to rename Lindbergh Boulevard because he's an anti-Semite <laughs> or was an anti-Semite? Uh, that's something we probably should look at. Lindbergh High School too. I don't, think, I don't think it's happening. Can I get that one happen? Can I get that one going? Oh man! <laughs> I mean, there's you're gonna like, be the Hannibal Burris. He's to, like a white nationalist. To, right? to Bill Cosby. Oh, I mean, what is even white nationalist? He's like a sympathizer to Nazis. Yeah, I like, mean, it wasn't even. We gotta we gotta pick our spots because like. I think that one's pretty legit. Oh, you know how much signage gonna, they're gonna have that? to change? We're not gonna get rid of. Well, we. Think. I know it's gonna it cost cool, a lot of money. He was, he was an airplane guy. That's fun, right? They're called the Flyers. Like, son of a gun. We don't even talk about it. <laughs> it's like the John Wayne Airport. It's just one of those oh, things where we're just yeah. like it's it just too pops far up gone. every three years. Like, yeah, I was like, we kind of just gotta. Yeah. Keep it moving. I mean, if it was going to happen, it was going to happen. If they was going to get rid of Lindbergh Boulevard, they should have gotten rid of it by now. With John Wayne Airport, we knew John Wayne, who John no. Wayne was for decades. No, that's it. Know. Now I'm going all in. Okay. The, okay. Uh, I got to figure out what to rename it, though. Not to take away from your cancel culture, uh, but uh, we are getting... Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to cancel a Nazi sympathizer, that's all. <laughs> so, so we're getting behind-the-scenes information. So him and I were... Uh, we were kind of like given a backstory, like the magicians, like we're like he's sitting in this hot like tent after he just performed, mm-hmm. and I'm you know I'm voicing Did what I levitate? thought his. Did he levitate? Nah, I didn't see that part, oh. but I'm, I'm voicing what I thought his inner monologue was. He's like, I did Reno, Nevada in 1997, and here I am sweating my ass off for these kids in Farmington, Missouri. I was at MagCon. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was magic before Chris Angel even made it to the big screen, but uh, but uh, I was him until all my hair fell out. <laughs> we have we have inside information that he was supposed to be walking around doing street magic and he didn't, and the organizers were oh. disappointed. So he should have been levitating. So he he should have been right. <laughs> I didn't see. He didn't make one of my craft brews disappear. He should have been walking around freaking black people out with street magic. <laughs> we love to be freaked out. <laughs> <by street magic. laughs> I'm just like nothing. pointing to the crew. I'm like them, 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 them. Go to them. Be that's why people they probably want to be. Up. That's why people probably really wanted me to come so mm. they can just see my reaction <laughs> to the magic. Because the they know how I react to street magic. <laughs> As a black they know person. how we react to street magic. We. Look, we all ninety nine point eight percent of us grew up exactly. Like we half of us, like more than half of us, grew up in the church, and you the only person we know to levitate was Jesus. And if you out here levitating, that's a game changer. No, you a demon dog. You gotta go. (laughs) I pulled a rabbit out of a hat. It's not real. Stop trying to beat me up. No, you a demon dog. You gotta go. Start throwing blessed oil on him, holy water. Like stop it, magician man. I'm surprised we haven't seen a video of just. A magician getting beat up by a black person oh, yeah. for doing street magic. Well, if he'd, if he'd wash his hands to keep Satan away, maybe that's, uh, mm. that's how it would work. No, you a demon dog. You got to go. <laughs> True. Running through the house with a pickle in his mouth. What kind of tricks was he doing? Misbehaving. Huh? What kind of tricks was he doing? Um, Illusions, Michael. He <laughs> Tricks are something <laughs> whores do for money. Uh, he, uh, he pulled uh, like three uh, folks over and he made their student debt disappear. It was a big deal, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Bernie Sanders was right. your... That's right, socialist <laughs> magician. <laughs> That's how it went. Did you guys see, uh, Gardner, I know you're a huge fan of Mizzou football. How, what, how do I feel about this? So they're undefeated in the SEC right now. They've, <laughs> been, favorites. They've been favorites in every game, but I don't care if they run the table less the, t- the, le- the rest of the uh, year. They lost to Wyoming. Do you... I'm still... Chapter. Well, they got Florida on the schedule. If they beat Florida, I mean, that can make up for the Wyoming loss. Florida's right now you ranked think? ninth in the country. Yeah. So you would think about the time maybe if Florida continues to play the way that they're playing and Mizzou plays them and beats them, uh, you think think Mizzou probably is beating a 
sixth or seventh ranked team in the country, and if that would be the biggest win in about shoosh, some years for the Mizzou football program and obviously the biggest win in Barry Odom's career. Uh, so they can still run the table. And I'll be fine with the Wyoming loss if they are able because, again, like you'll be Florida and Georgia. And Georgia's currently, I think, the number they have a line? three team in the country right now. So uh, if you get those two wins, then, yeah, they'll be, I would be over it. Well, Whoa! Now, that would be hilarious if they ran the table, though. That would be hilarious. It would it be would hilarious be. because they couldn't be in the SEC championship game too, as it stands right now. Do you think that could change? Uh, careful on the violations front, pal. Uh, oh yeah. If we want to start chipping away at that, I didn't no, even I'm want to talk to you about that. Why not? I talked to everyone. I about worry it. about you. I worry about your reaction. They got good lawyers. It'll be okay. Ku, by the way, is what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying they got these lawyers. If, they, uh, if you couldn't get UNC for 18 years, blue bloods of are hard to get. Fraud. Blue bloods are hard to get. I will say that. But no, that's Plus the only thing. Plus, if you try, then they will. Well, to your point, I, it, it is it, it is what's keeping me from being overly excited about what this team can do because as much of us, as much of scum as they are, that the rules are that the Mizzou can't play in a bowl game right now, a postseason play. And, that should change. And hopefully that will change. And until it's officially announced, I can't really get too excited about this season. But I, I'm happy to see that Mizzou went out this past weekend and actually beat South Carolina, who's just been a pain in our ass since Mizzou's joined the SEC. Even when Mizzou has been incredibly good, South Carolina's already always stubs our toe. And so for this team to go out there, Barry Odom actually did what – Mizzou hired him to do and called a great game defensively, and the Tigers went out and, and played as well as I've seen them in quite some time. And, and and it's good to win games you're supposed to. We've seen in years past, especially with Odom, in the last two years where yeah. when they have teams in front of them they're supposed to be early in the season. Like Wyoming? Yep. They don't always beat them. And so um, that was great to see. I, I'm, I still wish people would stop knocking the fan base for not being there just yet. I think people are showing up to these games, but at the Why? same time, I mean, they're even selling beer now. They're selling beer. Folks are coming around to it. They're they're coming around to this Tiger program. That's good. That's good enough. Everybody just needs to relax. I look at other stadiums around college football, and if you're not Bama, you're not Clemson, you're not LSU. Not everyone is selling out their venue. I saw Wisconsin and Michigan this weekend. That wasn't sold out. So everybody just needs to kind of pump the brakes and and let the fans come back to the program. And I think they will one. Once they continue to win more consistently, so it was a good win for the Tigers. It would have been. It would, a, it would be interesting to see if, like, the attendance would be the same if they would have beat Wyoming. Like, is it is it other factors? Like, yeah, kind of yes. let you know if it's other factors involved. I think, well, I always, I definitely think it's always other factors. Yeah, it's just. Would I mean it might still just be the same if they're undefeated right now? You possibly, know what I mean, very possibly. And but without, I mean, we can't answer that question right it? i i i think though i think when you're talking about college students uh of course being a part of the majority of the the folks that go to these games you you have to take into account what it means again to be a college student like yeah yeah like outside of the financial means like that's also my weekend and i have to you know study and do things like i'm also a student here so let's relax this isn't like Going down to Bush Stadium, the majority of the people who go to these games are, you know, working professionals. These are still students who have important obligations to get to. They can't always take over their and half their Saturday to commit it to the football program. Relax, especially since you're not plan- paying the classmates anyway. What the hell keeps putting more money in the pocket of a school? Well, at least 
maybe they're going out to watch the game with friends, going to a bar and helping that economy. Thank you. I was going to bring that up well, seven that's times that's, that's good point. Uh, throughout. So, yeah. Maybe something like that's happening. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to be a, a baby about it, but. Just that loss, just I'm just gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. any more than the BS still, with the NCAA. You're still smarting. They're still smart. It just. It. It was just so fixable. I think, and it because it, it it makes me recall a few years ago where Mizzou, I think, ended up having two losses, but they could have had just one, and they would have been in a prime BCS bowl opportunity. But that second loss came against a South Carolina team that had no business beating Mizzou. Yeah. It's every year that the Tigers lose a game they had no business losing that at the end of the year you look back on and go, holy hell, this could have been a monumental season well, and then if Wyoming it wasn't for won, that loss. You, you see what they're capable of right. recently, especially with run defense. Yeah, especially with like the that. run defense. And you see the Wyoming game and you're like, how? This was lack of preparation yes. or something like this was and Chris is right this is this is not a team being better than you right. that's why it hurts right. it's what how do we show up or not show up like this when we can you can see obviously what they're capable of in the following weeks that's frustrating and it it puts a damper on it when it happens immediately and i think that's why a lot of people were frustrated with Odom and the program is because We've gone through it the past two seasons. Like, I get the... Stop giving us hope and then shitting on it right away. Thank you. And stop with the rah, rah, rah. Stop with the, these guys are going to fight for me and they're fighting for their coach. I'm glad that's the case. Stop having to fight. Thank you. That's it. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. Like, you, you know shouldn't what? have well, to get a... makes fights easier in these situations? Winning. Winning. <laughs> but, you sh yeah, you shouldn't have to get a coach to get in front of the media every year you know, doing the Tim Tebow thing, pounding the desk mm -hmm. and quoting scripture and yeah, telling everyone. I don't even listen to that. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, plus either. college it's, football it's, coaches are full of shit. Yeah, they're always full of yeah. shit. They're, they're they're the biggest. Yeah, I just don't even hucksters. Pay don't even they they are. They they really are. Mm -hmm. Um, I did want to get to this story quickly, and because I wanted to, it was it, because we talked. I remember when it happened, and my first thought was, it's got to be something physical. And Calvin Johnson, number one wide receiver in all the NFL mm -hmm. uh, for several years, and then he abruptly retired, I think, a year or two after. Detroit will do that to a man. Yeah, definitely. But he abruptly retired uh, in the middle of a very lucrative contract, and people were wondering, well, why the hell would you walk away from that? And we discovered he had nine concussions. Did you see the story in, in yeah. Sports Illustrated? And his hands looked like it has been like through a blender. Yeah. Like, and it's he's like Tory Holt's hands. Yeah, Tory Holt's hands. I know you've seen Tory's hands. They are very troubling. He's happy to show him in front of the camera. And then not only did he mention that in the story, but he talked about how he uh, smoked other marijuana after each game because he did not want to be addicted on opioids and, and pills. And I think... Again, <laughs> you know, there, I think we're at a point where there are some stories, like there are so many stories that we read every day that raise a ton of red flags. But I think this, as far as sports, should be one of the biggest red flags currently going up because if you know one of the most elite athletes on the planet was doing this behind the scenes and he even alluded to how the Detroit Lions suggested that he massage his words when it came to his concussions. So if we know this exists when it comes to a marquee player like Calvin Johnson, well, you would have to believe what that looks like on lower levels and with lesser players. And I think that's um, that's a troubling trend. 
I, I think we're like, and, and I think we're seeing it. We talked about this last week with Randy Carricker, is that like a lot of parents are not pushing their kids out there to play contact sports. And this is the reason for it. And for a guy to have at least, he said at least a, a concussion a year, mm-hmm. nine concussions. Like that is. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. And so, and so if you're, if like, so you're thinking Tom Brady's got to be on 10 or 12. You got to think someone like an Aaron Rodgers is on diagnosed. four or five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. diagnosed. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I saw that article and I knew it was going to be tough because I was a huge fan of Calvin Johnson, but the way he just speaks about it, he's just very methodical. He's like, I don't have any regrets, but let's be very clear. Um, I walked away from this game because it was destroying my mind. It was destroying my body. Mm -hmm. And the organization that I played for ultimately was like, "Ah, if you can get around it, if you don't have to truly own up to it, that'd be great. Yeah. So again, and this, and this brings me back full circle to this point, and I'm going to, bring college back into it this is why i think those guys should be getting paid and i I think if anything how can you argue that like again you know that these guys on a college level are going to at least get two concussions on a again to chris's point diagnosed so why would you want 19 20 21 year olds who are doing this to their body that's going to have long-term effects why wouldn't you want money in their pocket so they can at least have something to show for it. I guess my thing is like, oh, they're going to change this, change that. It's like, can we stop with the thing where we like pretend that this is uh, this, I get the sentiment of some people, but you're willfully being ignorant to the people that are profiting and cheating uh, at this. And I'm not even picking on KU just because they're obviously uh, pieces of shit in the crosshairs. I mean, yeah, crosshairs on this one. Sorry. But it's, uh, I just, it is, it is. And again, too, like, well, you couldn't do it. It'd be super hard. You have to do all this. (coughs) Well then figure it out because right now it's just going to be harder for the, and I'll use this as an example real quick for the NCAA to punish schools like that when you're giving players. (laughs) So because it just looks dumb now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and look, you don't even have to pay players. You just allow them to make, make some money. money. That's right. all you really. That's all you really have to do. Yeah. You can say that, and that's yeah. a start at that's least, start. and go from there. Go from there, and that's fine. The NCAA should only really, to me, what should separate amateur sports and let's say pro sports is the academic parts. Right. If the NCAA wants to get involved with penalizing schools for academic issues, yes. Okay, that's fine. Yes. But the rest of it, yes. You've shown that you have no consistency and you really don't know what you're doing. And you don't have any credibility. You don't have a foot to stand yeah, on to be so, able to say so that. So why get involved? Yes. See, that, that's why, like, look, KU's going to get hit with something. Right. But I don't know if it'll stick just because it's just going to, by the time we get there, the, it's happening quickly, too. This just looks so dumb on NCAA's part. Yes. And so I just don't, I don't get why you're going to continue. And, I mean, look, the FBI didn't, turn over any of the prosecutors didn't turn over any of the evidence they used in those trials right. and they really didn't get anything accomplished right. and that's the prosecutors at FBI right so if you really want to go to court you could and really challenge something right. you could really challenge it here if you want to but I mean yeah what, I mean why not allow a player to make to make money on and and the player's names escaping me right now but we talked about it earlier Ed O'Bannon. This year. Uh, well, we've had Ed O'Bannon on the show, and he talked about it. I mean, if it wasn't for Ed O'Bannon, I don't know how far along this conversation would be. But we have, we talked about it early in this year about one of the quarterbacks who was getting married. Uh, one of the football players was getting married, and he had to 
shut down his registry page yeah. because he could like that's the kind of to Gardner's point that's the kind of shit we're talking about like, why does the NCAA there, it's okay like, it's okay and or you get even, a tattoo for free it's or okay e- or even with players I've heard things like even at banquets I want to say they're not even allowed to take that food home because that would count as a gift. Yeah. Like, so it's like, see, gift. It's, it, no. Damn it. But see, but it's just. Depends it's, on if you invented it. <laughs> but it is frustrating to, like, those kind of things. And it just, like, for, like, to your, to Gardner just said, a meal, man? A meal? To eat? Stop trying to be uh, sanctum- to eat, man? sanctimonious about amateur. To, to oh, eat but, food? But to have was something like, in your belly, man? Yeah, 18, 19 year old? Every, you're telling me as a as a people, if you work for the NCAA, you've been to college, you you telling me I can't somebody want to give me a to-go meal on yeah. a Friday night? Because I'm no, it's fucking Come dumb. on, man. But what if are they we were, talking about here? If they were an all-encompassing, morally sound organization, that would be one thing. It'd be in one my thing. Opinion, but you like, no, no, have no, a notorious right. mm-hmm. But it's like, well, we're going on like a hundred years of this being corrupt. They, they were born, yes. the NCAA was born out of corruption. Yes. Yeah. It was born out of corruption and, re, and corruption has remained. So you don't get to do that when you're making billions of dollars off people. I was I born know. in the corruption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah okay. That's how it sounds. Uh, yeah, so that's that's how it's working out, everybody. Uh, and I think we've solved everything good, as well. Would stuff. you agree? Uh, I did see this uh, Rams and Chargers reportedly, (laughs) surprise, surprise, feuding over their stadium lease. That means Dean Spanos, the owner of the Chargers, who ripped them out of San Diego and uh, decided to be uh, roommates with Stan E. Stanley Kroenke in Los Angeles. (laughs) Fred Rogan, Rogan? Uh, at Fred, NBCLA reporting multiple sources confirm there's friction in the Rams charging with stadium relationship and the Chargers may not be pulling their share. This is a, this is a serious issue. Yes. The story Monday at noon on AM 570 LA Sports. Um, welcome to the Cronky Show, yep. number one. Yep. Uh, everybody saw this coming. Yep. Uh, no one gives two shits about the Chargers playing in Los Angeles. Nope. Only reason it worked out for the Rams is because they did turn it around and they had uh, a, a good run and a young. They they did some things to make sense of it, but San Diego is too close to Los Angeles. Yep. It's too. It's it's the Chiefs' move here, and it's like, well, but you got to think. There's two pro teams there. There's not. Uh, either way, this is not working out uh, the way they'd hoped. Nope. But we all saw this coming. Yeah, they're not selling as many PSLs as they projected. Surprise, surprise, and to. The points just Chris just made. Fans just don't give a shit about San Diego Charger football. And I think it's not even a matter if they were winning or losing. I think at the end of the day, folks were already timid on football to begin with, uh, especially pro football. I think, like I said, the big football team in town has been and continues to be USC. Uh, even with the Rams' recent success at the Super Bowl, they still, I don't, I mean, I think People are coming around to it because you got a good-looking coach, you got a nice quarterback, and they are consistently winning with one of the best defenses in the league. But I think we, I think everybody saw this coming. The, the Spanos, everyone thought it was stupid of him to leave San Diego. People were telling him he shouldn't have done it. He felt pressure by other owners in the league to join up with the Rams to make this work. Kroenke doesn't care for the Chargers being there. In fact, for him, this works beautifully. He wants, he doesn't care to share that stadium with the Chargers. He wants that to himself. So this is a situation where a lot of this is Goodell and the owners doing. It's an embarrassing look. You can't run back to San Diego. I don't know how they make this work in Los Angeles. It's going to probably mean some of the owners. I think you can go back to San Diego. Good luck. I I don't know how that would work. St. Louis would take them tomorrow. Oh, well, yeah, we would, but I don't think that's an option at all. But you look at it. 
from a forty thousand foot view. Keep them away from here. Yeah, I don't think that happens. I, I don't think I don't think they're keep the NFL as a whole. I think away the from here. I think the owners are going just fine. I think the owners are going to have to um, the NFL owners who were again responsible for essentially forcing Spanos to work with Kroenke. They're going to have to cut a couple checks to make up that difference. The NFL is going to have to come out of pocket for this. They're going to have to essentially pay some of the difference that the Chargers agreed to. They can't have egg on their face after they didn't set up here. They're in the middle of a lawsuit right now, and they're getting their ass kicked by the city of St. Louis in these lawsuits. They can't then turn around and go, well, yeah, go back to San Diego. Like, So they're going to have to make it work, and it's just going to hurt their bottom line ultimately because they promised. They said, oh, we're going to get around. I think they're responsible for like $350, $400 million dollars. And they're not even around a hundred million raised for their portion of the well, stadium. It looks like their projections they had were at four hundred million for PSL. Okay, this is the Chargers. Okay, they had to lower the price because they weren't finding any buyers, and so now their projections are at one hundred fifty million. So they've cut two hundred fifty million, and they haven't off even for their projection. And they haven't even filled up. StubHub, yeah, but which is a soccer stadium. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's probably not until you really get that stadium. You really don't know. But it isn't as if people in Southern California right now are like, "Woo, that Philip Rivers, yeah, woo, Chargers." Like people aren't no, they don't give a shit. But so, would you agree that if they they announced they were uh, trying to work something out with St. Louis, that we we as a city would. Um, Overwhelmingly, I should say the county would be more involved. Overwhelmingly, be like, I mean, we work something out. I yes, think that's there's, how no it go. there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Because what I don't think it'd be wise now. So Gardner's thing. look on his face. I agree with Gardner's face in that you're right. I don't think you should ever even entertain anybody that entertains that should be fired from their job immediately. Any public official that would entertain that should be let go. Should quit. Should resign. I can't argue with that. Mm. I honestly can't argue with And that if they don't, then they oh, should be yeah. pressured to Now, okay, so what happens if they if say... If the fans want completely that, then no, get out of here. What only about, way, what only if they way, say they're paying for it all and they're going to set up shop? It would have to be paying for it all and we're going to be here for 50 years. <laughs> That's the only way... I'm not even trying to be funny, but to Gardner's right. There no. should be no reason for you to have a conversation with the NFL unless it's to your point. You're going to pay for every single penny. Fan. No, we're not doing this with the city right now. Or the re- we're not doing this shit. If, if, if that's what your main concern is, is getting the NFL, then you have no concern for your actual region at all. I agree. You're a selfish bastard. I can't, I can't disagree with that. People are selfish. Yeah, they People are. are very selfish. You're right. But, and then I can call them that. But yeah, only way that works if you're like, we're a guarantee 50 years in St. Louis and we're paying for every penny. There's no, there's no reason to even entertain it. Right. That's the only way. If, that, if a public official were to or would come out, then I think get they, the fuck out. I agree. I I, I, I cannot argue with that at all. I think that would just be we're doing incredibly stupid. Yeah, we got other issues to deal with. Major issues. Plus, on the sports scene, it'll we're be doing okay. fine. It'll be you're fine. right. St. Louis is doing fine. Like I said, MLS worked out to the to the favor of the St. Louis city. It, the Blues, obviously. Now we got these beautiful renovations at Enterprise and a winning franchise there. The Cardinals are going to do what the Cardinals do best, and I think. You, if you want to be that boutique sports city, I think St. Louis is in prime position to be there. You got, you got three franchises. They're going to be strongly supported for years to come. And as far as what we know, MLS still sort of worries me about their structure. But there was a 
three professional sports where you just feel more confident in its future mm-hmm. than you probably would with the NFL. And to Randy's point again, he pointed out the NFL in 10 years isn't going to look like the NFL now. When Tom Brady's gone, when the ratings begin to drop, when concussions completely cut off half the talent pool, this, this NFL is going to look different in a decade. Black Sheep this, says uh, Philip Rivers not pulling his weight. He's by season tickets for all of his kids, and that'll fix the problem. <laughs> <laughs> how he's going to get to the kids. That, that's how I was it works. waiting for it. Uh, guys, big thanks to all of our uh, wonderful sponsors here on the show. St. Louis Counseling Services works with us. They'll work with you. If you're in need of counseling services in the St. Louis area, drop them a line, stlouiscounseling.org online, and listen to Mental Health Matters, the podcast, where they discuss breaking down the barriers of mental health stigma uh, with interesting guests each and every week. Big shout out to Tom and Debbie from Mental Health Matters. Trav, you need anything else, buddy? No, shout out to uh, Netflix for the trailer they dropped uh, last night for the upcoming Breaking Bad movie, El Camino. Looks very exciting. I I was on the fence about them making a movie after the finale, but a brother is uh, getting pretty excited. It's going to yeah, be in yeah, theaters and on Netflix. Are we doing shout outs now? Yeah, we're doing shout outs now. You got one? I, I'm going to do a shout out. I'm going to do a shout out to Post-Dispatch writer Aaron Heffernan. For the piece she wrote about dominoes in the asphalt around St. Louis and how a cyclist had been trying to track down for years why he would find these dominoes in the asphalt. There's actually one in front of our building here at work. Interesting. And how that occurred. It was a fun story. Enjoyed it quite a bit. I even think we can incorporate it in National Treasure colon Mound City. And all fun story. Back. She does a good job because she's she's the one who did uh with the Uber driver and the cameras when you were yelling about Uber drivers, let them hug you and everything when you went on your rent. But she's she's tracked down some. She gets some of the the weirder stories and the assignments at the Post Dispatch. But I thought the Domino one, I highly recommend it. Okay, I'll it's check fun to out. follow along with. Nice, Chris. Are you a shout out today? Uh, my hometown, Farmington. Nice. Pulled that off a hell of a weekend. Boy, everybody was so great. I like uh, shout-outs. I like the shout-outs. This is new. This is creative. This has never been done. Never been done. Nobody's ever done this. Never been done. You're welcome, my friend. Don't you dare sell this to character. We need to... We need to do like have like a phrase whenever. Is that what you do? Uh, keep rolling. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Our buddy uh, Chris Manto from uh, Snappy Bigman Coffee is gonna. His coffee has been uh, taking over the uh, office. He's a very interesting guy. He's gonna stop by tomorrow and chat. We may have another uh, guest as well. So for Travis Gardner and the rest of you, we're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. See you then. Peace.